But I have a question for the two of you before we get to Boise in particular. How did you even know God was calling you to church planting? Well, that goes back. Some of you might remember once upon a time I used to do the worship pastor thing. You guys remember that? I do. And I do remember that. I'd been doing that. So I started off here not thinking I was going to do the worship, be the worship pastor. I started off, I was in the high school ministry with my brother Bobby. I was working with him in high school ministry. And at that time, some of you remember, we were uh, looking for a worship pastor. Some of us refer to it as the Compass Idol days, where it was kind of like different worship leader each weekend. Uh, and uh, trying to figure out who could be a good fit. And so People were I hanging was, around, they were idol. No, yeah, no. I-D-O-L. Got like it. American Idol. Got it. Um, so I was doing some worship with the high school group, and so I started being asked to fill in occasionally. Then I started being asked to fill in regularly, and then one day Pastor Pete said, you're our new worship pastor, and I said, okay. Um, and so I started doing that, and I was enjoying that, but uh, not too far into that. I kind of realized I'm enjoying doing this, but I don't think this is really what I want to do with my life. What I enjoy more is teaching, uh, preaching the Bible, uh, doing counseling, talking to people about uh, their faith, their Christian life, building up teams and making disciples. And I knew that's long-term uh, w- what I wanted to do. And so then that led to, you know, ultimately, hey, where's the best place I can use all right. those gifts? It's in pastoring a church. And the yeah. way we've kind of done that here at Compass is by launching out and starting new churches. Right. And once uh, we said Pastor Elliot is going to go plant in Tustin and Pastor Mark, he's moving to Indiana, it kind of became, all right, we are next, next in the shoot. Right. to be launched out. Right. You've got to go farther than Pastor Elliot. you got to outdo that guy, right? Exactly. Oh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, okay, so lots of places for you to go, though, right? Why? Let me get this right. Why Boise? Good job. You're learning. I'm learning. I can be taught. I would say, I mean, one thing we, as we knew that church planting would probably be in our future, that was what we were planning to do. That's what our pastors were planning to do with us long-term. Um, we had always thought, the possibility of going further than this state was an option and something that we thought was possible, um, but still not knowing with clarity whether that would ever happen because we could easily end up here locally. But one big thing that got us thinking possibly launching to a new state would be um, just the affordability of people being able to join us on that because the next church plant has been explained in the video that hopefully many of you saw the next church plant would need to be far enough away, up the freeway, north or south, um, to be far enough to where everybody on the planting team would need to be switching both their homes and their jobs, which hadn't yet happened with the other church plants. Many people um, got to stay in their same job, but move their houses. Everybody stayed everybody in their actually same stayed. job. Yeah, so we knew once we crossed that barrier, that's something that hasn't been done yet. So how possible is it to get a huge crew to go an hour away if it's just as expensive, if job availability isn't something that is easier? We kind of thought of that as a a watershed. Mm, Once you go past where people are probably going to have to change their jobs to be a part of this, that really opens up anywhere. It might even be easier to go farther uh, than somewhere close. But that didn't mean we were exclusively thinking of that. We were Mm -hmm. like, okay, either we're going to do something – like the model we've done, where we're moving somewhere relatively close, right. where people, maybe some people already live there, right. people can keep their jobs because it's roughly the same commute and go there. That'd be one option. Or, you know, maybe right. we could go far, and if we go far 
go really far. So as we were looking you know, at options, even I had a list of one thing particularly that I was looking for was a growing area. Because right. if you have a growing area, that means well, there's a reason it's growing. And one of those reasons probably going to be there's jobs that are available there. And yeah. the idea is it'd be awesome to go in, plant in a community that's growing, and then yeah. really grow the church with the community. And, you know, we can hopefully be there till I'm dead. You know, plant a church that'll very morbid, uh, really yes, go through that life cycle with yeah. the community and, and be ingrained in it. So, I mean, I had like a list of every city west of the Mississippi, you know, every metropolitan area that had a population growth of over 10% since the last census oh. and started looking at all those areas, started thinking about that. But then again, that was an option. So we were looking at some areas close, considering things far away. And then one day I just closed my eyes and prayed and just kind of leaned into my, uh -huh. you know, no, just kidding. Through dark. That was exactly what I didn't want to do. So we kind of had all these, you know, a lot of possibilities. There's a lot of places you could go right. plant a church. Our country needs more solid churches. Uh, so there's a lot of places we could go, but just praying, God, I'm not expecting the Macedonian call, but uh, some kind of direction leading right. would, be, would be awesome. And so I started praying more and more and more people from here started talking to us even specifically about Boise, which was mm -hmm. one of the areas on my list of this is a growing, up-and-coming area. Uh, so it was something already on my radar. More people started talking about it. Uh, even some other people on staff here, uh, like Pastor Pete, started getting really excited about this idea, and he's somebody I work really closely with. And then we went up there and visited, and even I talked to, you know, I had dinner with one guy who's about to plant a church, and I had breakfast with a guy who just planted a church two months mm -hmm. ago, because one right. thing, I'm like, another big criteria was, I want to go to an area that needs more solid churches. If it's right. go there and it's like, man, well, man, look at this great church, and this great right. church, and this great church, well, I'll go find somewhere else. So I'm thinking, okay, these guys are planting churches, what are their thoughts? And even talking to them, like, yeah, this area is growing, we need a ton of new good oh, churches. Right. And, you know, talking to other contacts I had up there, in the Christian community, and every one of them seemed to be, yeah, we're growing. We need more good churches up here. And so then it just seemed call from here and people I'm working with here to the call from people from there. You know, God was kind of pointing at Boise saying, this is right. where we should go plant this church. Well, great. Now, I hear Boise has this thing called Seasons. I don't know what that means, but... I don't know what that means either, because I've only lived in uh, California and Texas, but I've heard people talk about I, that it. That was nice. There's this thing called fall. Was that right? Yeah, and, like, leaves change colors and stuff. Oh, I don't... Really? I mean, yeah, I don't know. I've seen pictures, but I, I haven't seen it with my own eyes, so I'm going to have so to... It sounds, it sounds exciting. Confirm that. Yeah. Okay, now I have to ask this question also, because being at Compass Bible Church like we are, going through a church planning process somewhere far away... Did the words either Blythe or Barstow pop up in any of the church conversations? So when it came to growing, because oh, uh, cheap, I mean, cost of living's got to be low in some of those. Yeah, places. yeah, absolutely, affordability strong. But oh. uh, yeah, I mean, there was some. There was mostly strategic reasons we were looking for. I mean, if it was just, hey, where do we want to live the right. rest of our lives? You'd be hearing an announcement about Compass Bible Church Monterey, right. you know, and we'd be right. Trying to go somewhere, it's like, yeah, we love this place. Let's go find a way to make a church happen here. But it was more, what's the most strategic and opportune place that right. us as a church can go and re realistically do something? Got it. And God was pointing to Boise. And God is holding Blythe for Pastor Mike. If uh, I, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's Absolutely. what I've heard. Okay. Someone will end up there. <laughs> so 
other than is there an El Pollo Loco in Idaho, I think probably the most next most common question um, we've probably heard is when? When is this church plan happening? So we're planning on 2019. We're not totally sure when yet. There's still some uh, things that it'll depend on that we're working towards, but probably it'll start either at Easter, you know, officially mm -hmm. launch at Easter of next year or officially launch at uh, like the beginning of the school year, similar yeah. to when we've watched HB in Tustin yeah. late August or early September, whenever the school is starting up there, right. uh, one of those two. So probably within that four-month span is when we'll really launch and get out there and get things going. Sometime wedged between 2018 and 2020. Right yes. There. Got it. All right, so if it's not happening till 2019, what... What are you doing now? Like, what, 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 are you, what are you doing to prepare yourself? Well, one thing that we're doing a lot of, we're doing a lot of talking to people. There's a lot of people that are interested in coming. We're doing things like this, but probably there's not a day that goes by where I'm not having some kind of meeting with somebody talking about uh, them potentially being a part of this mm -hmm. team. Uh, doing other things where one big question is, where is this church plant going to meet? Even Boise. Treasure, Treasure right? Valley oh, is something... We'll probably spare you from having to say Boise or Boise or, or whatever, where we'll probably start using the terminology Treasure Valley more and more, because really it's growing, and Boise's kind of tucked away in the corner of the valley, and it's not growing to the east, because there's a bunch of mountains right there. The whole valley is growing out to the west, so there's another city called Meridian, another city mm -hmm. called Eagle, where there's lots of growth, lots of construction, lots of new homes, new apartments, new residential oh, units wow. going in. Uh, that's where a lot of the growth is. And so that's strategically probably where we uh, want to be. But then where can we meet? So even mm -hmm. earlier today, I was communicating with a commercial real estate agent, wow. you know, trying to get those balls rolling. I'm reaching out to some contacts I have from people out there trying to learn more about the area. Mm -hmm. So uh, not doing all that stuff full time yet, but building the team here, right. talking to people there, trying to figure out where we can go. Okay. Lots that we're doing in the meantime. So... I gotta imagine, I mean, a lot of folks in this room, we probably have people in this room right now thinking, well, I might be interested in, in going to Boise. I'm interested in seasons. I'm interested in stepping out in faith with God and, and doing this. What would you say to them? Pray really hard and then flip a coin. And if it's, <laughs> no, don't do that. Um, I just think one of the things that I've been thinking through the most about it is that people would really think through the decision from some level of calling mm -hmm. as opposed to comfort. Uh, where even there were some reasons why we chose Boise that it's a more affordable place mm -hmm. to live. And I know that might be attractive to other people. And there's other, you know, people might think, oh, I can go live somewhere with seasons. And right. so there's certainly appealing things about uh, Boise. But what I'm trying to encourage everyone to think about is those aren't the deal breaker right. decisions. Um, and if you're thinking of moving somewhere, you should get a flavor of what planning a church is like. And that is a lot of work. And it's not just, a, it's a lot of work for me and it's a lot of work for my wife, but everybody that's involved kind of at the ground floor, everybody that's involved at the beginning, yep. uh, it takes a lot of effort and service. A bunch of people that are going to roll up their sleeves and say, hey, do we need to set up? Do we need to do kids ministry? Do we need to do whatever? It's going to take people that are committed to service and it's going to take people that are committed to evangelism. We're not going to start the Compass Bible yeah. compound, you know, where <laughs> we're just going to kind of all live together in this commune in this new yeah. area. We're going to start another church where we want to reach the community. We want to get out there. And for a church plant, when you start, the situation is grow or die. Yep. Uh, you know, you're going to reach people and you're going to see this church start to grow or it's not going to work out. And so we need people that are committed to being out there and reaching the, the community. And so, uh, you know, I've just been praying a lot that people would 
as they think through it, obviously there's, you got to consider, you know, where is the best place to raise your family. You got to consider job opportunities. Obviously there's things to consider. And if you go there and you hate it, well then probably yeah. not the church plant for you. Um, but that people would make the decision based off whether they're going or whether they're staying, yep. you know, this is where God wants it. So that even if somebody is staying here, it's not, oh, well, this is more comfortable here and it's not yeah. the uncertainty of going out there. But no, I think God wants us to stay here, to reach the people here, to serve here at uh, the church in Aliso Viejo, or you know, God wants us there and that's right. the best place for us and our family to be and to serve the Lord. Uh, you know, that's what we're, a lot of what we've been thinking about. Yeah, and something we're intentional to even be thinking of ourselves as and the rest of our team is we're there to be missionaries, even though it's within the United States, that's our calling. We're leaving what's familiar, what's comfortable, to go to a place that's completely new territory, just like a missionary would. And so having that mindset of this is going to be intense and hard work and, like you said, rolling up our sleeves and going to seek out, trying to make disciples and raise up and launch a new church. Um, so that's something that we're intentional to be trying to paint the picture of. Mm -hmm. It's not a bunch of things that are appealing that should be drawing people there. It's, okay, primarily the focus is we're launching a church, and that means something very intense. And so, yes, we're missionaries, and that's what our job description yeah, is. One, one of the people that's committed to going came up with the phrase that Boise isn't heaven, it's a harvest. And that's why we're going there. And we're going there even because yeah. the harvest is coming to us. There's so many people moving to that area uh, that we want to go there and reach that field and you know, there's churches there, but they need more churches. They they need to reach that people. We don't want the Mormons to yeah. snatch them up. We are we want to go there <laughs> right. and and reach that that group. So as people are talking to me about it, and I have lots of people. I mean, obviously, I'm encouraging them to, you know, if possible, even go out there, check it out. Obviously, you need to consider is this a situation that works for your family? Could you find a job out there? You need to consider all those things. But bottom line, you know, where is God calling you to be a part of His kingdom, right. you know, and Pastor Mike quotes that poem often, but the whole idea of only one life will soon be passed, only what's done for Christ will last, that that should ultimately be what drives us, not when, we, when we're dead and we're on our deathbed, we're not going to look back and think, ah, you know, is my house comfortable, you know, did I get to play enough golf, uh, you know, did I go on enough vacations, we're, we're going to look back and say, you know, what did I do for Christ, what did I do for the kingdom, and that's not meant to even demean our, our families or our jobs or whatever it might be. It's meant to enhance all of those that are we using our jobs, are we using our families for, for the kingdom? And so that that would ultimately be what dominates the decision for people that are considering whether they stay or whether they go. That the most important thing to them would be, I want to do something for Christ. So maybe to sum up all this, so if I am interested, what are, what are the next steps? You mentioned a bunch of things, but to summarize, what, what should I do if I'm interested? One step is you should definitely talk to me and express that interest so I'm aware of that. Because every day I'm learning of people that are interested. Talk to me and we can talk more on a one-on-one -on -one level. But then I'd encourage you to start looking into it, you know, even if possible plan a trip out there, even do it mm -hmm. soon, so you can get a sense of what winter is like. <laughs> yes. um, That's one of those seasons, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So you, you have a full sense. It's, you're not have some, like, vision of some romanticized place in your mind, but you have a real vision of what it's like and consider mm -hmm. the job opportunities, but then, you know, pray, 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 talk to your spouse, consider what you want to do to, to serve the church and where God would, would have you. Got it. Yeah, and I'm sure there's a lot of people here that are thinking of that. There's also a lot of people, I'm sure, as you mentioned, that are called to be here. They're, they're plugged in here. Their ministry to God is here. 
They think when it gets below 70, it's cold. What, whatever the reason, those people are here. What? But we want to help, too. What should, what should we be doing if I'm someone that is committed to staying here in Elisa Viejo? I mean, one of the biggest things from our perspective is making sure that everybody in Aliso Viejo sees themselves as the planters. Like, you guys are the ones sending us to go plant. And so every, we want everybody to have kind of a personal ownership of I'm involved in at least sending out these people. It's not someone else in the church that's planting Compass in Treasure Valley. It's all of us as individuals that should be involved in taking ownership um, part of that would be first and foremost praying for us and for our team and for the people in that area. And um, yeah, we can't stress enough how much prayer is going to be essential from every person in this church. Um, so that would be definitely something that we'd encourage would be making sure that you're thinking, hey, I'm a part of Compass AV, which is planting this new church. And so I want to definitely partner together with us in prayer first and foremost. Yeah, and, and for those of you, which I would assume is most of the people in this room that are thinking, okay, we're playing church in Boise, that's cool, but my life is here, I'm, I'm staying here, I, I want to stress to you just how amazing an opportunity is for you guys even as a church and us as a church to be a part of what we're doing in planning churches. Because uh, even if you just think about it from a numerical perspective, you, you look at what, what you see is what's going on here. And you look at the attendance at our church here, and you look at it over the last five years, and it's been, you know, more or less in the same ballpark that, that whole time. But when you stop and think, okay, we got a church that has 1,000 people every weekend coming to it up in Huntington Beach. We've got a church, even starting off the first few Sundays of 2018 up in Tustin with Pastor Elliot that's growing now over, clearly over 300 people coming every Sunday about in not this Sunday, but next, they're going to split into two services on Sunday morning. When you consider that you guys, through your sending and, uh, you know, even your financial support at this church, which makes planning churches possible, through your prayers, through all the things that you're doing here, you guys are getting to be a part of some amazing things that God is doing, and our church is growing as we're planting, and as we're seeing, I mean, a thousand people are coming to Huntington Beach when the church started with about 200 people, and so much of that is people getting saved, people hearing the gospel, and uh, how there's stuff going on in Huntington Beach right now and in Tustin that wouldn't have happened if this church and the leadership here and some of you had really stepped up to be a part of sending these teams out. You guys get to be a part of, uh, of something amazing, and, th and that affects here. If you rewind the tape to Thrive two years ago, it was a different feel. There was a different pastor. There were a lot of people here that aren't here anymore and some of you went, went through that. I know that's like I took over third nine right after Bobby left it, took over Thrive after uh, Pastor Elliot left it. And every time, new people have to step up and, and to serve in holes that are left. And new people have to, uh, you know, do all these different things. It really challenges us as ascending church to not get comfortable, to not get complacent, to always think we got to be, you know, doing all steps of the Great Commission, reaching, teaching, and training. we got to be raising up new leaders because as we get leaders, we're going to send them out. And if you think, okay, we're going to do this Boise thing, and then we're done, right? No. The eighth distinctive of our church is we will work to plant new churches. In a couple of years, you're going to hear about the next Compass Bible Church, and that's the way it's always uh, going to be as long as we're here, and I'm sure as long as Pastor Mike is leading this church, that's a conviction that he has that all the pastors 
share, and it's something that everybody at this church gets to own and gets to be involved in through their prayers, through their giving, through their service, you know, all these ways. You're being a part of something that God is now taking and spreading uh, to Judea, to Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. You know, it would be great if you had something that just kind of like summarized like the way people could be praying for you. I don't know if you thought about that. Yeah. It, would, it would be nice. Actually, now that, that you mention it, we've got some prayer cards that are going to be coming around. Uh, some of you can maybe help you pass those out. But we're going to pass out some of these prayer cards, and we're just going to take 10, 15 minutes at our tables right in here uh, to break up and spend some time praying. And on the, these cards, you're going to see there's a few things to pray for the new church that's headed up to the Boise area, the Treasure Valley, ways you can be praying for us. Mm-hmm. And then there's ways that we should all be praying for what God is doing here uh, in Aliso, in, in South Orange County, and what God wants to see us do. So as those lists make their way around, what we want to do is just uh, get right here in our tables right now, and let's just spend the next 10 minutes praying uh, through this list.